Just going to start recording. We're already talking about the stand. Yes. Did she tell you to go on a? You must. You must march on your feet to Israel. And you're like, yes. That's there's an ocean. God's what God wants. God's a big dick. Well, I can take a boat, right? Does that count? God nope. wants you to walk. No boat. Didn't say anything about a boat. Well, what, what the hell does that work? You must go Land alone. Bridge. You must go alone, and one of you will fall on the trek. But. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa, no, whoa, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. no, I'm not doing that. I say no. Yeah, I say fuck <laughs> Did God. Did you see that coming? <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, not Mama, Mama Abigail, <laughs> Mama Moses, Grandma Moses. Now, this one was pretty good, but you, you were saying this is the boring one, but it's the next one that's the boring yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. the next one is going to be them walking for 90 minutes. So it's the Lord of the Rings episode. Yeah. I, they just walk. This happened last time I watched this where I was like, oh, part three, here we go. And I watched it, I'm like, oh, it's part four. And I did the exact same thing. So now I officially know it's part four that has all the walking. But is it, it's, so it's five parts, right? Or is it just four, four. parts? We got one more to go. Wow, that's it. Wow. Yeah. That's why it's called The Stand. Yes. Okay, yeah. So, that, okay. Yeah. On the 2020 version, the second to last episode is called The Stand. Uh, and then the last episode is called The Circle Closes. And I'm like... Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to watching the new one at all. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to LIW The Stand Review. I'm Phoenix West. Dick Dick it. Today we're talking about part three of the 1994 version, The Betrayal. And... <laughs> The, the, very good. Very good. Yeah, this one's good. This one's a, uh, or I'd like to call this one Parker Lewis gets some. <laughs> this is the thing. The Parker Lewis finally gets his nut off. He, uh, but not sex. Not sex. Everything but everything sex. but that, that. Yeah. So he's a high school student from the nineties. Yeah. So everything but sex. We never rated the dreams. I would also give that one an eight. Yeah, I'd say eight. Yeah. All right, I said to do a little homework there and get that. That's fine. All right, so now we're talking about the betrayal again. Um, doesn't this start off like it feels like you missed a part? Yes. Because it's suddenly they're in yeah. a, it's very Walking Dead looking. How many times can we say that? But they're in a, like a warehouse and one of the guys is bleeding out and he dies. And I found out his name is Mark because it's on the tombstone. Yeah. And it's on the little piece of wood they put up and i'm like what happened to mark what the fuck and, who is this gary sittings is a doctor i guess so i guess he has medical training is that that's his backstory that we never known you know he just he just moonlit as a as a gas station attendant in <laughs> east texas because he's he's talking about he's trying to get his appendix out and he can't get it and then he's like oh well his appendix is out i can't get to his appendix Gary Sinise. Is that what he sounded like? That's, that's my best Gary Sinise. I can't Sinise. get near his appendix. I can't get to his appendix. Forrest Gump. <laughs> she left me down in Vietnam. But, uh, yeah, so he's there, and, and there's, they got like eight people with him. One of them's Ozzie Davis. Yeah, he's suddenly the great there. Ozzie Davis. Um, he's there. He's Judge. Oh, and, I got some news oh. about Ozzie Davis. Oh, well, he's dead. He's deceased. That's not the news. He but passed away a while ago. But. Uh, Mick Garris during the the commentary because I watched it again with oh. commentary was talking about when they're doing the because eventually I mean it's, this is way forward in the episode but I'll just say this because it talks about Ozzy Davis he they're in the room where they're all they're having their meeting you know and Gary Sinise is up there and then they show Ozzy Davis in the crowd and he kept every time they they cut to it he'd be like ah and he finally he explained it it's because they originally cast some guy who suddenly got and they shot it with him and then suddenly he got like the super flu. So he got whatever they got in the stand. He got Captain oh. Captain Tribbs. But then he kept like almost getting better, then he'd get worse, and he'd get better, and then worse. And oh, wow. then, he, then he fucking died. Wow. So Ozzy Davis stood in, stepped in because of nepotism. It really was because she's well, Ruby D married to him. cast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, shit. No kidding. So they had to throw oh, someone. I didn't know in. that. Wow. Yeah. Did you say who the actor was that no, died? Or no. did, oh, well, I guess we could look it up. But if you, you look at the research, if you look at the close-ups of him, he says they had to go film that because they already shot the scene. So they had to go shoot those close-ups at like some weird church in the middle of nowhere. Oh, so wow. that it's like darker and doesn't match. Wow. But that's why. And I never noticed that. So. Good job. Yeah, crazy. <clears throat> well, I know that this was, a, this was all shot in Utah. That's what it said in IMDb. So this yeah. is pretty much predominantly everything. Vegas, everything is Utah. Yeah. Which explains a lot. Everything. It looks like Utah. Yeah. Well, it's Utah for Colorado. It's not that far of a stretch. Yeah. 
No, uh, no, I can imagine. No, Utah not. is just a little bit uglier, but they shot the. It looks it looks good when they're outside. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it works. It does remind me of The Walking Dead, though, with uh, with that awful season where they took forever to set up in that town, and that one guy killed the other guy with a sword, cut his throat. Remember, like he fell into him, he cut his throat because he did not use the sword. They were having like a meeting in The Walking Dead, and he's just he's pissed off because. Uh, um, uh, the main guy, uh, Rick? The, the sheriff, Rick Grimes, is is like doing his wife or something, having an affair with his wife, and he goes, "You son of a bitch!" He pulls the sword out, and they go, "Ah!" He oh, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't accidentally cut his throat or anything. Well, no, no, he accidentally because like he gets too close and he doesn't know how to use the sword, and he cuts the guy's throat because he tries to interfere, and he doesn't mean to, which is like the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. That's why I just do, do not care for The Walking Dead at all. I think the show sucks. Well, uh, yeah, in my notes I have it. This season is, or this episode is Alexandria. They, they get yes. here, they're rebuilding. Yep. Uh, but let, let's get our characters there because some of them aren't there. Um, Mark dies. Well, there's about 50 characters that are introduced in this episode. There's a funeral. And yeah. I don't think they stop introducing people in part four. I think they're still introducing people. Are but, they really? Because, yeah, I, I mean, because we'll get to the point toward the end when the big event happens, when they said, when, when Gary C, or Faye wakes up, or Fran wakes up, she goes, how many? Yeah. 20. <laughs> 20. I was like, 20? There was yeah. like 20 in the room. How is there 20 dead people? I don't know. And it, it was 20 people in the council? Because that's <laughs> what they, they set up in this one is yeah. Ru- Ruby D disappears. So Mama, Mama uh, Moses disappears. <laughs> She she goes on her walkabout with God, and no one knows what happened to her. And so uh, they they set up a council, and they basically vote. Uh, Corin Nemec's the one that says, "How about you just let all of them be on the council, no voting?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah." And he, all, he does it all sarcastically. Sing. Yeah, and and then they sing uh, the national anthem, which was <laughs> yeah. awkward. All right, uh, backtrack a little bit um, because we're they're not even there yet. Franny and Stu, they're they're on the they're like getting there. Yeah. It starts off and they're they're by the by the water, and then she looks like she's in a painting. <laughs> and then Gary Sinise comes up and he's like, "Hey," starts touching oh, that's her a right. lot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. then they totally bang. And Harold's yeah. just like, Her- they show Harold. I almost want to get a picture of it because he's he has a wrench and he has a, a screwdriver and he's going. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's trying to fix his bike. <laughs> he's not, like, I don't think he knows what he's doing. He looks more like he's trying to fix the wrench. Yeah. He's just poking Maybe. the wrench with the, with the screwdriver. Maybe he's going to tighten it. I don't know. I don't know. But he doesn't get anywhere near it. And then suddenly he stands up and they come out, you know, in their walk of shame. And they're like, we have something to tell you. He's like, oh, I heard it. I know. No, I saw. I saw. Congratulations. You owe the inside of my jeans an apology because they are filthy now. <laughs> yeah, he does. The, he does a pretend handshake. and He, he looks clean now. He's, all his zits are gone. His hair's yeah, all his back. zits are gone. He looks, so, again, it's like. How could he be cleaner when he has no access to a bath? The whole thing is he, he's growing up. Like, he's actually is becoming a man. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that the idea? But, uh, but because he was supposed to be a big fat guy, he's supposed to be, like, really thin by now. And okay. so they took out the rest of his ass part. <laughs> they got rid of that. But, <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah, they, they he's cool with them banging. And then we cut to Ratman and Lloyd, and they welcome Trash Can Man. Yes, uh, yeah. Ratman makes his appearance. Hey, the white man brought me here. He's okay. Uh, yeah, whitey. When they the show whitey. when they show Ratman and Lloyd, I just go, both of those men are dead. Yeah. And you know who's on the commentary? Miguel Ferrer. Oh, he's actually there, and that man's funny and, and charming. He is funny. I want he is to, funny. I want to have met him. Yeah. The closest you can get is George Clooney because that was his cousin. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Miguel Ferrer was Jose Ferreira's um, dad, or Miguel Ferrer is Jose Ferreira's son. He was married to Rosemary Clooney. And I think Rosemary Clooney is Miguel Ferrer's mother. So that's why, again, nepotism in Hollywood, these people are all connected. Weird. Had no idea about any of that. Yeah, that's where that comes from. Well, at least both those guys can act, so it doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, they're fine. Yeah, I like both of them. Same thing with Ozzy Davis. He can act, so I'm fine. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Oz, yeah. well, Ozzy Davis is one of the best, <laughs> one yeah. of the greats we had. He was great in Bubba Hotep as John F. Kennedy. I still have, what? <laughs> He's John F. Kennedy. What the fuck? Did, oh, Bubba is, Hotep is, he, is great. is he aware? 
Well, he's nuts. He's crazy. Okay, because <laughs> he's in he's in a, an old folks home with with Elvis, who's oh, portrayed gotcha. by Bruce Campbell is Elvis. Yeah, yeah. But because the thing is, he swapped identities. He was Elvis, and he swapped identities with a with a with a uh, with a mimic because Elvis wanted to get away from it all, and then he took over and he died. And then he was like kind of left alone to do his own thing. And he became kind of poor and he lost everything. And, and then his, his roommate is Ozzie Davis, who thinks he's John F. Kennedy. <laughs> I always wanted to see that movie, but I never could pull the trigger on it. I'm like, eh. It's maybe, good. It, it's worth the watch. Yeah. Maybe next If you time. have nothing to do and you're bored, go watch it. It's a lot of fun. It's, well, it's actually pretty good. Well, I still have that other list we got to get through. So I have to watch Near Dark, Heart of Darkness, Shadow the Vampire, Hardware, and The Outside from 2020 that you told me about. TV the show. Outside. TV, TV series. Oh, The Outsider. Outsider. Yeah, Outsider. With, right. with, um, Let me change with, that. With uh, 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 Patty Constantine. Who gets a big, like he's in the beginning and then he gets big, his part gets bigger as the show progresses. And he's like, oh, good, Patty's back. And there's he also gets, a Patty movie that you told me about that I saved. And I oh, watched. Dead Man's Shoes. Yeah, that one. I have awesome. Somewhere. <clears throat> yeah, Dead Man's Shoes is, I can't believe I haven't watched that one yet. If you like Patty Constantine, watch it today. Yeah. Like that movie's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out. That movie's great. That movie's awesome. And let me get add in it your to fucking the list. car and drive away. Dead Man's <laughs> Shoes. All right. Yeah, anyway. So, um, where the hell are we? Uh, oh, yeah, the whole town, they have their little meeting. Uh, yeah. so, well, first of all, Stu's group arrives in, in Boulder. They meet Mother Abigail. There's a great oh, and, scene. and Nadine yeah. is with Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> driving over. He's like, hi, you, doing? you got that dream again? You know, it was funny. As I was watching the commentary with her, and where Stephen King is doing his commentary, and he goes, he's like, I, I love acting. I love acting. I also love playing guitar, but. I'm probably better at acting. I'm like, you must be terrible yeah, at guitar. Terrible then. at guitar. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. This is the one project Stephen King's in where I think he's actually good. Yes. He's fine. He doesn't. He does. Yeah. He does come off as normal. I said that out loud. And then he says in the commentary, he goes, it's, pro-, you know, I wasn't playing a character. I was just playing myself. And I go, there you go. That's all you have to do. Don't do weird shit. Very good. Just keep. You don't got to be covered in moss and blow your <laughs> yeah. head with a shotgun and creep show. No. Or, or be some weirdo uh, redneck preacher talking about kids getting horny in, in the backwoods of something, <laughs> like in the Sleepwalkers. Ugh. Sleepwalkers also a... directed by Mick Garris. Yes. Which is odd, because this is actually really well done. Yeah. And Sleepwalkers is very goofy. Mick Garris has done more Stephen King adaptations than Frank Darabont has. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like his go-to guy. Yeah. But and I, I don't mind him. I think McGarris is pretty good. Yep. He's not terrible. Like, the stand is solid. The stand, if I would have seen the stand, I probably would have had a lot more respect for McGarris for a long, longer time. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the stand is really impressive. I'm glad I'm finally watching it because I, I am enjoying it. I would say if you're into this and are interested in McGarris, go check out his show Postmortem on YouTube. He brings mm-hmm. in like Wes Craven and Toby Hooper and all these like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I wanted to watch. It's a good that. show. It's a good. It's yeah. just them talking. That's all it is. But you, I like hearing what the directors have to say, especially because they're talking about their their time. Like he has John Carpenter in there, and he, John Carpenter just trashes everybody. <laughs> like, fuck Hollywood, basically. It's great. Fantastic. But uh, and Wes Craven's dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're all either dead or their careers are done because they're like, fuck this. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He even had Rob Zombie on there. Rob Zombie was a fun interview. He didn't sing, so that was part of it. Well, Rob Zombie's funny. Like, I like Rob Zombie as a person. We will never convince Adam on our other shows no, that Adam Rob, hates, Zombie's, Rob, Zombie hates is, Rob Zombie is fucking hilarious. I like Rob Zombie. I think yeah. he's funny. His movies are terrible, but terrible. he's funny. His music is not as bad as his movies, but I don't want to. No, but it's still, it's, the, it, it's like dumb. Well, I think he gets it. Like, he understands what his music is. He's not trying to be pretentious. He's just, he's like, you know what? It's rockabilly shit, whatever. But I, I got mad because they released, a, they said, there's a new super group out. It's it's Rob Zombie, Nikki Six, the guy from Black Sabbath, and somebody else. And I'm like, not, not Ozzy. That's not a super group. It's just a bunch of old guys forming a band for a side gig. Yeah. And I guess they have a, they did a cover of some song. I can't remember what it is, but it's, it's out and I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure it sounds the same as all the other covers that Rob Zombie has done. I bet they did a, a metal version of what's his name's song from Donnie Darko. Or he, oh, obviously it wasn't originally his, but the uh, Tears for Fears song. 
Oh, oh Mad World. Yeah, Mad World. I bet, I bet they do a metal cover of that. <laughs> it's gonna be a Mad World. Yeah, I, I can, I can see do, that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I hope they do that. Do 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 do. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's kind of funny. I think it's sad. <laughs> the dreams of which I'm dying with the birds of Everett. There's no actual guitars. It's just them in like the bathroom, sing- <laughs> making all the noise over the guitars. I would listen to that if they did it. it really sarcastically. I'd listen to the hell out of that. I think <laughs> a super band should do that. Have some balls, Superman. Put out the worst thing you can, and, and it'd people, probably make a million dollars. I, I'd go see that live if they're like, Argh! "I have a microphone. Why am I doing this?" <laughs> we don't. We Argh! don't have instruments. That's our gig. That's our. That's our shtick for this uh, tour. No instruments. And our special guest for this song, that guy from Disturbed, and he comes out and just goes, "Ooh ah 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 ooh ah ah ah." I did learn about Stupefy, though. I guess that was written by um, Disturbed. The song yeah. Stupefy is about, I guess he was going out with a Mexican girl and, and his family didn't understand it, so he didn't understand why they didn't understand it. Dick's phone break. Sorry, I got uh, I got DoorDash coming. Oh, okay, nice. So I might, I might have to, it'll probably take half an hour before I get it, though. <laughs> All right. Hopefully we'll be done with this episode before I get my DoorDash. Hopefully. I think it's possible. If not, bring the delivery driver on the podcast. (laughs) I want to. Hello? I got pizza delivered last night. I just thought of this because it pertains to it. And the guy shows up and hands me the pizza. I'm like, cool. I also got a two liter Pepsi. He goes, he sounded like this. (laughs) They didn't give me one. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds bad. And I go, cool, man. He goes, so I'll have to go get it. I'm like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Do you expect me to say no? Forget it. Uh, yeah, I ordered yeah, right, this. Yeah, I want my two liter. <laughs> yeah, it's three dollars there. I fucking paid for it. No, I got a chicken parmesan sandwich the other day. They had no no sauce on it, which was like that's the whole point with chicken parmesan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is it? It was good, but it had no fucking sauce. It would have been way better. So I was kind of pissed about that. That was like not cheap either. Yeah, because that was Chef's in New York, the fucking high end Italian restaurant, which is like not that good. So I, I was eating my chicken parm watching Werewolf MST3K. That's what I was watching. That was last week. Werewolf? Where is you? Werewolf? I love that girl. All right. So, um, yeah, they have their meeting. They elect the group. Mother Abigail leaves during the meeting. Later that night, uh, they Larry meets up with Nadine. She just walks up to the porch, and then he makes that bitch yes, go back yes, inside. Like, yeah. Get back inside, bitch. And he talks to her. <laughs> He's married to that girl. He goes, get back inside, honey. I take care of this former pussy of mine who wouldn't let me have it. All she does is go inside, and while her child's sleeping next to her, she just cries. That's all she does. And then he's outside being like, it's okay, you know, you're okay, and hugs her. And then yeah. eventually just pulls her away and shoves her to the ground. And it's like, well, why, she's, why fucking, you, she's just nuts. Why don't you fuck right off, Nadine? Yeah, she's fucking. <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry. Uh. Yeah, Nadine is fucking crazy. Yeah, Nadine is not as crazy as uh, what's her name? I forget her character. Amber Heard. No, no. Um, because Amber Heard is playing Nadine in the in the new one. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, she's That's not fitting. as she's not as crazy as um Saw Girl, whose name I, is escaping. Oh, Shawnee right Smith. Yeah, Shawnee Smith. She's fucking like lunatic crazy. But she hasn't. I thought she was going to show up in this episode. No, she's but in she the next show one. Up. She's in the. Well, next she's one. in the next one. Yeah, because yeah, it's the last one. I mean, shit. She's got to be in the next one. Yeah, she she meets up with. Obviously, she's on the evil side, so she yes. shows up and she's truly insane. But uh, yeah, he he kicks her to the curb and goes back inside and hugs hugs what's her name and yeah. like I love you. Uh, I love you, honey. Are you starting to like Larry a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was telling yeah. you. I'm like, yeah, the first ep- the first episode he's in, he's just introducing him. He doesn't really get a whole lot to do, but I like him more in this episode because it kind of, because he gets to talk amongst the group. Yeah. A little fleshed out and a little he, more. And he's part of the council mm-hmm. and he's brought in and he's kind of like, why am I part of the council? But yeah. he just sort of accepts it and um, he uh, well, he's the one that has the, the big... Um, because the council has to make decisions for the town, and they come to this conclusion that they're going to have to send people to Vegas. Yeah, to spy. And he's he's the one that sort of says, "We're sending these people to die," you know, and like he has a whole kind of like moral problem. 
and Gary Sinise kind of just looks at him and goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Sinise is just like, it has to be done. It has to be done. <laughs> and he'll, but he, but again, at the end of the episode, they all go anyway. So it's like they, they, they're making twice peace with, with their decisions. Cause it's going <clears> to <throat> happen on them coming up in the end of the episode. Well, not even a guess. Mother Abigail literally goes, one of you motherfuckers is dying. Well, no, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's at the end, yeah, yeah. When mother, because Abigail comes back, but we'll get to that because yeah, yeah. we need to get to the part where they send <clears> off the four people. It's my favorite Martian, Ozzy Davis. I love uh, when they tell Ozzy other guys because they're on the porch. Yeah, and uh, and it's Larry. It's just Larry and Ozzy, and he's like, yeah, they're having a little chit chat, kind of talking around the issue before. And Larry's like. All right, now we need to talk. And he goes, I know why I'm here. I know what you're doing. You're, you're prob- it's the first thing I thought about when I thought about what we need to do is send scouts. So when do I leave? He's like, in the morning. Yeah. And uh, he's like, all right, I'll leave. And he's, I'll just take my truck. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you don't want us to know about each other. He's like, that's right. And so he leaves. No more Ozzy Davis. Oh, that's right. They had the dummy retard go. Yes. And that's, that's Rob Lowe's idea. I- Rob Lowe makes the dummy retard go. But they hypnotize him out of nowhere. I hate this reveal because it is so yeah. cheesy. Because the, the reveal of the plan, because it's they're all sitting around a picnic table in the backyard, and Rob Lowe stands up and is like, and then the Chris Penn looking dude goes, "I think Nick has an idea, and it looks like a doozy." And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" If only it was Chris Penn, that'd be so much better. <laughs> he has a fucking idea. He's got an idea. Let's listen to him. That'd be great. You're just swearing nonstop. I'm like, Chris, you, I'm sorry. You, this isn't Tarrant. You can't. You it's can't. TV, Chris. It's CBS. I know you just did True Romance and you said fuck every other word. You got to calm it down. <sighs> Fine. Whatever. Get Tom. Where's Tom Sizemore? You should be in this too. <laughs> this brings, this replaces the cast. <laughs> um, he casts all his buddies from the, from his uh, previous <laughs> movies. So they, yeah, they, they cut to doing hip, hypnotism on Tom. And Tom wrote, I want to come up with a clip for the last episode that we do. It's just all Tom self-disparaging notes. Maybe other people call him a big dummy retard. And then Tom being like, you're sending me because I'm retarded. I, I, I'm dumb. Nobody likes me. You're afraid I'm going to have a dummy baby with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to impregnate a girl, have a dummy retard baby. It's like, this is fucked up. I know. Jesus Christ. Like, where are they going with this? Yeah. So he's hypnotized. I was like, really? And they're like telling him, travel at night, sleep during the day, uh, yeah. come back, find what you say, or find what, tell us what you say. Well, <laughs> they should have rhymed it for know him. If they're, if they, because they have uh, airstrips in Vegas, so that's where they have nukes. And they have army bases, so they're worried that they're going to be handling weapons that are going to launch, like they're going to have fighter pilots and people who are training to fly jets over Boulder and blow it up. Turns Basically, out, that's the idea. Turns out, they are. And they are, yeah. Because when Tom leaves, oh, Tom's on his little bicycle. I don't know why. He's he can't ride a, a he can't drive a car. He's on his bicycle. He can't go with Ozzy Davis on a, in his truck, I guess. Yeah. But whatever. And he goes... He goes. He gets ready to leave, and he has the tag on his sleeve. And Rob Lowe pulls it off. He's like, "Oh, I think you always forget that stuff." I hate being retarded. Yes. <laughs> what? You wouldn't be self-aware of your no. retardation. I don't think. I think you'd be aware, like you know you are, but you wouldn't say I hate it because it's all you like. It's all you know. Well, yeah, like you, you'd be you'd be like, "Well, I'm just special. That's what I've been told. I'm special." No, you're a fucking dummy retard. We don't want you here because you're gonna pregnant a woman and have retard kids. <laughs> yeah. You're going to taint the gene pool, and there's a limited amount of people. <laughs> so like, these are the good guys we're talking about. It's like, wait a minute. Well, How is Flag not going to see through that? He, well, if you make it that harsh, he's going to be like, oh, dude. I, I, fuck. Maybe, those, maybe fuck. those people belong with me. Fuck. I'm going to go blow is... them up for sure now. They don't like retards. I love retards. You should sit in here and play some video games, my friend. Just calm down. Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to say, go down to Circus Circus, and you play all you want. <laughs> yeah. Get a bunch of quarters. Just get, him, get the you man some hookers. dummy retard to have fun. <laughs> Taint our gene pool here. That's fine. Oh, my God. I that... don't care what showgirl you put your thing in and make retard kids with. I don't care. And Mother Abigail's against me? Holy she's shit. She's a bitch. Damn. That woman she cold. She's you got to walk here? Walk here? <laughs> you rode a bicycle here? Ah, everybody took a bus. I had buses for them. I bust them in. I send a, a, a bus to Boulder once a week, and they made you they ride had, a bike? It has air condition, and it has a video oh. cassette player 
with um, with TVs in it. You can watch Sleepwalkers all the way here. Oh, shit, dude. All those Mick Garris's movies. <laughs> but that's it. Nothing else. <clears throat> that's it. That's all you get. Only if CBS produced it. What, what about Christine? Get the fuck out of my get you, the fuck you, out of my bus. You big dummy retard, get out of here. You big dummy retard. <laughs> yeah, you are dumb. Get out of here. I could have carried you on my crow back. Damn. Well, there, there's a pro, um, that's right. The crow is always flying around. There it is. I brought it in finally. Yeah, there you go. We get a. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to buy that just to listen to the commentary. It's worth it for the commentary alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go get that. I'll just buy it on Amazon. Oh, sure it'll be like oh, five bucks. I watched the making of. Uh, oh! feature on here and turns out i've seen it a thousand times because at the end of part four after it would end it would go to that like it would oh. just be at the end of the oh. video cassette and it's five minutes long and it's people yeah. it's like an interview with stephen king and that's about it it, it was probably the, it was basically <clears throat> the promo for the miniseries yes. when it premiered that's all it was calling it a making of is almost criminal well they do they do that all the time they it, cheat they don't talk about the making of it at all no, it's just, it's just, here's the story. I had a dream about sickness, and I want to do a book about sick people. It's turned to the stand. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Anyway. I'm Stephen King. We have a, yeah, they send out Tom, he leaves. Uh, we have a really long, before Tom leaves, we have a really long Harold and Nadine scene. Yeah. That goes on for like eight or nine minutes. Yes. Where she's, it's, it's well, throughout the, the whole episode, Flag is talking to Nadine. Yeah. Telling her to go get Harold. But, not, but not fuck him. No, well, because you're mine. Yeah. But you can do whatever you want with him, but you stay away from his... You stay, You keep him out of your cooter. You're mine. Cooter. That's basically what happens. Yeah. He was also so on the commentary, part- that guy. Jamie. Oh, Flag? Yeah, Jamie, whatever his name is. Yeah, Jamie, yeah. Jamie Sheridan. And... Because he didn't want to do this. He's like, I don't want to... I don't want to play a bad guy in a Stephen King movie. And then he read the book. He goes, all right, I'm on. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Well, yeah, but... He makes when, when you're an actor and they say, hey, do you want to roll? You usually say yes. It depends. Because uh, it's a job and you get paid. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem like he's in the position to say no at any point. No, I don't think he is. I've seen him in stuff before. Like He usually plays like a senator or like the Pentagon dude, you know? Yeah, he's always like a military guy or like yeah, he's like, the upper echelon. Oh, yeah, he's in Spotlight, uh, the Ice Storm, which is great, Sully. Mm. He's, in a, he's in a ton of stuff. Like the yeah, I can't remember who he was in Sully. Um, I could tell you here, but he's before this though, he's in an episode of St. Elsewhere and a bunch of yeah. other stuff, but oh, Stanley and Iris. So he worked with De Niro maybe, um, was he Iris? It's <laughs> where they were Canadian tuxedo is weird. He's uh, Ben Edwards and Sully. I've never seen it. So, oh, Sully's not bad. It's just kind of boring. It doesn't look interesting to me, and I love Clint Eastwood. It's fine. It's 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 just like uh, the problem is there's no conflict, so they make it, make up a conflict because in the reality of what happened, he was a hero. But they have to make him look like, oh, you weren't a hero. Well, I mean, they never did that in real in real life, so it's just it's all fake. Well, the problem is they did that already. It's called flight. Yeah, it's basically flight. Why do we two, need except? No cocaine. No cocaine or alcohol. It's There's alcohol, a, but no cocaine. Oh, it's just an old man. There's an old man with, with booze, but <laughs> yeah. no cocaine. That, no John Goodman saving the day at the end of the movie. I, I didn't even watch Flight. I, I just have zero interest in these stories. I'm like, no, I'm good. I love Denzel, it's and I love... hilarious. I love Clint Eastwood. And... It's, it's worth... Flight is worth watching just for the end when he's going to go... Like, he he's going to go testify about the the flight because he's under scrutiny because he's a drunk and he's a drug addict and he he's fighting his demons and his room in the hotel is no booze at all there's nothing in it but there's a door to the other room and it's left open so he walks in and the bar is full (laughs) so he just goes okay and he drinks everything does he do this yeah he, drink, he drinks every bottle of booze. So in the morning, he's like on the ground with broken like bottles everywhere. And John Goodman is called in. He goes, oh, my God, I can fix this right now. So he fixes, like he gets his cocaine out, and he gives him a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> and the next scene is like uh, they have a song player. I can't remember the song, but it works great. And just it's basically, hallelujah. It's just him. <laughs> oh, just normal walking down the hallway ready to go like he's no problem <laughs> at all 
So cocaine saves the day in fl- in flight. Do they play comfort Pink Floyd's comfortably numb? I can't remember. Well, I only saw it, I only saw it once. My hands felt just like two balloons. Two balloons. <laughs> like I, I hope so. I, I I feel like they should. Or sweat like two balloons, as you say. It's sweat. Balloons in their sweat. 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 <laughs> sweat. Anyway, uh, let's get back to the actual story. Uh, yeah, there's a yes. really long Nadine Harold scene because there's a setup where she's flirting with him, and then finally she says, "You can have everything but that," and she totally blows him, and he's sitting on the on the oh, couch. Yeah. All like spreading. That was great. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but you, I feel I, bad for you because you didn't get it. Oh, I enjoyed it, honey. He's like, he's like, I can't imagine they did anything for you. He's like, oh, well, don't worry, Harold. Harold. She says everything <laughs> like, like that. It's yeah, that's right. She does say, Harold. Yeah. She does like she a crazy that. voice. Yeah, she, she's nuts. <clears throat> and I think she plays it's it like pretty good. It's like she's doing good. this Catherine Hepburn yeah, thing. I, I think she's she's trying to do a character thing and it, and it works because Nadine's just off. Nadine is just just not, like I feel bad for her because she doesn't choose to be crazy. She's being haunted by flag. Yes. So it's like she is not a bad guy. She's just being used by a yes. bad guy because she's just a dumb innocent person who doesn't know what's going on. And they did a really good job in the first part where they introduced her in, in part two. Yeah. Because they introduced her and you could tell she's not. She wants to live a normal life and go with Larry, yeah. but she—he's literally not letting yeah. her. And then she's just pure evil in this one. She's like, she's totally went that next step because, like, at, by the end of this episode, she's like full blown evil, and so is Harold. Yeah, they're both full blown evil. Yeah, and even his tra- like, I don't know if I buy Harold becoming that bad because I just feel like he's already kind of just pissy, but he's not a psycho. But then he becomes a full-on like homicidal maniac, making bombs in his basement. Well, the whole thing is, and this ties in the mother Abigail too, is they they get one sin. So his sin is envy. He wants he wants Molly Ringwald. Oh, okay, is that what and okay. that and it is it makes him turn into the other side. And mother Abigail right. starts to get pride. It's pride, yeah. So that's why she goes off and does her little mission on her own, so right. that she can calm the fuck down because she stops hearing God at that point. That's why she has to go. That's why she's doing okay. Yeah, um, I only found that out because of the, the commentary. commentary. Yeah. He talks about that. Well, like, oh, I kind of figured why. that she does talk about that as she, she's praying yeah. and she's like, pride is my sin. I can't hear you anymore. And I'm, I'm taking this like I'm I'm the leader and I'm not. I'm nobody. Yeah. Hers is a little more obvious, but Harold made sense yeah. once I heard that. I was like. Yeah, that, that does make sense. Yeah. Because it's but like. Then what's. Um, so is um, uh, Gary Sneath wrath? Gary Sinise doesn't really have... He's not a part of that. It's just those two. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, they're just there to facilitate what Mother Abigail and therefore God wants, so they're going okay. to do their own thing. But um, So, Harold and Nadine fuck. Uh, suddenly, the, he gets an idea to build a bomb, because in a dream that looks like Freddy Krueger would show up, he, he sees a bunch of explosives. So then he goes down to the basement, and he's building a, a bomb with some, like... He's got literal rolls of dynamite. And he's just taping him, and he's a total asshole to Nadine. Like, he's abusive already. And, and he's going, don't bother me, Nadine. <clears throat> yeah. You know that this is liquid nitrogen, old dynamite could blow up in my pants any second? Why don't you go away? Yeah, he's a total dick to her. It's like they're in yeah. the middle of an a eight-year terrible yeah. marriage. This is the seven-year itch. And they've been dating for three days. <laughs> I think about that, that. Yeah. Uh, if all of that. And I love when they, they show him building the bomb after she leaves the room, and then they pan over, and they show he's building it off, like, third place award for some middle school or something like that. The pamphlet says something, like, stupid, like, he should blow yeah. himself up. But That's funny. He has uh, Nadine, she goes and puts it in Nick's closet under some stuff. Yes. They have their meeting there, and then... Well, uh, was it Nick's place, or was it Fran and... Sure. I think it's Fran's place. Uh, it could or be. Fran and... Gary Sinise's place. It's someone's house. I don't know. It's someone's house where they have the council meeting. Yeah, where they have the council meetings because Harold wants to blow them all up. So, okay. So, here's the thing that I had a problem with. So, okay. Nick, Rob Lowe blows up. He dies in this episode, which was so out of... But if it's part... It's the second to last episode, so I guess it's all right. He can yeah. go. Because I didn't realize... I thought there was going to be two more after. I was like, wow, he, he didn't last very long. I was like, well, since this is... The last second last one, so I guess he did last pretty long, yeah. so that's fine. But I just like how he oh, God! And yeah. he blows up. He has the he has the Rah! He yeah. says something. They're all he blows up. They're all sitting there having their meeting and then suddenly they hear a little girl outside yelling, She's back, it's Mother Abigail, she's back. 
mo- a lot, couple of them run outside, and then they all start getting visions of the bomb going up. We gotta get out of this house. Yeah. So the guy, uh, Chris Penn says that. Yeah. The the main cast leaves, um, except for Rob Lowe, who goes to the closet and opens up the bomb for some fucking reason, and then well, it blows the, up. Yeah. I guess he's the one that finds it, and then it, the the radio's on it, and Harold goes. Uh, I'm. This is Harold, and I'm blowing you up. A sound mind and body, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then he blows up. And, but here's the thing. But so they're in the living room having the meeting. Yeah, and I could swear there's like maybe six people in the living room. It's six people, if that. And it's all the actors. Like they've been in the they've been on the show. I don't know who the fuck they are because they don't have time given to them at all. But I think two of them were the people that started the power. Uh, the yeah, power factory. They say his name. I don't remember what it was. And her name. And, and, and there's a few other people. But then, because it blows up, and Franny gets hit, and she's knocked out. So they wake up in the hospital, and she and she goes, how many How many died? How many? And, and Carrie, she's like, I can't tell you. Just tell me. And he goes, 20. <laughs> like, 20? But he's there's like, 20? He's like, Nick Andros. Yeah. Carla. Jose. Smithy, Joe, Alan Smithy, Mick Garris, and he just Tampa rattles Stevens. off twelve names. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. I guess the upstairs must have been packed. Apparently, <laughs> like, and this bomb was so big it took out all of them because most of them got out of the house before the bomb went off. As you know, in Is that there... in that closet we have our seven minutes of heaven. We were playing that right then, and so uh, apparently that closet had nothing but nails in it because they just <laughs> bl- everything blows up. The whole house is made out of gasoline. Yeah. And it just all blows up. 20 people die when I saw 10 get out of the house. It was four sticks of dynamite, and that would blow up the room, but it wouldn't, like, explode the house. The whole house gets blasted. It's hilarious. (laughs) So, And and that's that's basically, and then Mama Abigail's dying. She's in the hospital. She tells them, I got to send four of you to Vegas. You're going to walk there. And you, you gotta say most of you ain't coming back, or one of you's not gonna come back. You gotta say, God told me, yeah, you motherfuckers gotta walk to Vegas now. One of you will fall. That's what she says. One of you will fall before you even get there. Yes. Yeah. So one's gonna die before they even get there. Yes. So my bet's on Chris Penn. That's okay. So who's the four? It's Larry, yeah. uh, Chris Penn character, who's I know his name, but uh, uh, Ralph. So. Yeah, Larry, Ralph, Ralph. Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Which one? The old man? The old man. Yeah, the old man. The other one. The other old man. The other old man. Whose name is Glenn. And then uh, Stu. So those four have to yeah. walk. Send the old man to walk. No, Larry. Vegas. Larry goes. Yeah, that was the first one I named. Is that who said? Okay. Larry, Ralph, yeah, Stu, and Larry, Glenn. Larry, Ralph, Stu, and, and Glenn. Okay, yeah. So they have to walk to fucking Vegas from yeah. Colorado. Not Utah, where they're filming, which would be shorter. Lot Colorado, yeah, a lot yeah. better. Colorado, goddamn. So basically, Stephen King's whole thing was the Rockies are the ones that are separating them. They're on the other side of the Rockies. That's the whole thing. That's why he did it this way. Okay. But I'm thinking walking on foot down the Rockies. Holy shit, that'd be awful. And then down the rest of the state because Nevada, or Las Vegas is down at the bottom of Nevada. That is a long fucking walk. Well, I mean, they got paved roads all the way to Vegas. I guess it's not that bad. Which you just is, gotta stay on the highway. Yeah, which it seems like you want to stay off because if they have scouts, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, they're too busy having fun in Vegas. They're not gonna waste their time. Yeah, or even more fun in the in the remake because I saw some titties. Yeah, it's on the poster I showed you yesterday. We're we're <laughs> streaming. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's better. Yeah, just because you can show this shit doesn't mean it's gonna be better. Yeah, I kind of like like this this series, the '94 series, is a little like quaint. It's not. There's no swearing. There's no real yeah. violence. It's all implied and everything. Like you could tell some wicked shits going on in Vegas, but they don't show it. It's just kind of like they're even cleaning up in Vegas, like putting everything in trash bins. Yeah, that, that, I saw that <laughs> interesting. They're 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 really doing a good job at cleaning the whole town <laughs> yeah. up. I'm like, well, shit. At least they're trying. But there's that one part where the dummy retard is driving away. And a girl looks at him. Who's yeah. that girl? She was in the church meeting. She was next to Mick Garris's wife, the other blonde. Oh, so she, was she one of the scouts? Is that what yeah. it is? So it's, oh, it's, so she is the scout that's there? Okay. okay. Yeah, the scouts are Tom, um, Ozzie Davis, Ozzie that, Davis, that girl whose name I do not know and will not even look up. And yeah. then I forget who the fourth one is. Um, 
Ooh, no idea. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it's just another guy. Yeah, it's just well, it's just they don't tell you who goes; they just go. So maybe that's the big reveal yeah. you find out at the end. But so, so is this prediction time? I got to figure out what happens in the last episode, or um, before we do that, I just want to say uh, Mark Frost's dad shows up, and it's Warren Frost. So there are a lot of connections to to Twin Peaks and the, the series, mm. a lot, because Mark Frost created Twin Peaks with obviously with the, the Madman. Well, I guess Mark Frost is more crazy than David Lynch, though. They're, they're both insane people, but his dad plays uh, the doctor. Comes in at the end. Mark, Warren Frost is in a ton of stuff. I got my my, my DoorDash is coming. Right now? Yeah, it's approaching. That means it's five minutes away. Okay. That's all right. You, you can always go grab it, and then we'll finish. But Yeah, I know. But I might have to go look outside real fast. That's all right. Hold on. Go Let ahead. Me. I'll keep it unmuted so I can talk. You can hear me. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. I hope he's. I hope he brings the guy in. Let's have a nice. He eats lunch with him. Okay, so I guess I'll just talk. No, it's just he's me. Not here yet. He's probably stupid. He's probably there to know to drive down the gravel road. But the door's open, so I'll just wait. DoorDash is like, the DoorDash gods tell us you got to walk on foot to deliver that <laughs> sub. <laughs> okay. That's Indian food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. It's a I'm good at, spot. I've only had Indian food once in the last. 12 years, 15 years. Oh, I, I got addicted to it in L.A. because w- my buddy was Indian and he worked at an Indian restaurant yeah. and it was like the it's best good. Indian food I've ever had. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I know it's the so, thing about Indian food is you. C- it's impossible to take a good picture of it. It's all, yeah, it's it all looks goop. like baby shit. It looks yeah, like goop, gross. but it's fucking yep. delicious goop. It's very good. Get that naan. It's go- oh, no. yeah. you know, you Eat Just, with a fork. You eat with your fingers. Yeah, it's delicious. Like a real man. So, um, yes, prediction time. Do you want to give your predictions for episode four? Well, I kind of know what happens because I've, I've seen it. I, I know Trash Can Man blows up Vegas with a nuke. He's Because I guess he betrays Flag or yeah. he just does it because he's nuts. He's like, he doesn't know the difference. He's just going to blow everybody up because it's fun. Oh, there they are. Hold on. All right. While and uh, you tell, tell the viewers what's happening. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you're on. You're on camera microphone. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. Part four is interesting. It does have that really long, extended walking sequence that goes on forever, and Dick doesn't know that just because you fall by the wayside on the trip there doesn't mean you die. <laughs> Sometimes you literally fall. It's even on the back of the Blu-ray. It's, it's Stu right there against the car with the dog. I don't know why they brought the dog. What's a dog going to do on the way to Vegas? Is it going to maybe hunt the food for you? Not that fucking dog. That dog's not going to do a goddamn thing. But part four does have the long walk, and it fucking goes on forever. And then they finally arrive in Vegas, and that's when shit goes crazy. And they have some really terrible CGI, and I'm looking forward to watching that again in Blu-ray quality. Oh, you're back. Fantastic. Yes. All right, so predictions. I mean, you, you, it sounds like you kind of know what happens anyway, but... Yeah, well, I, I just don't know who dies exactly. I, I do know that Nadine kills herself, because that was spoiled for me when I watched the uh, comparison oh, yeah. uh, YouTube video for the new one and the, and the old one. And um, that's about it. I, I, I know Harold dies, his bike goes off a cliff or something. That shit is fucking awesome. <laughs> but why is it... I don't know why it goes off a cliff. Does he do it on purpose? Uh, yeah, he's, he's, well, no, he's driving down the road on his bike, and then I think he sees a uh, flag, and he kind of swerves around him, because Flag's used him at this point, he doesn't need him anymore. He's done with him, So yeah. he flies off a cliff, and he's just sitting down, and like, ah! It, when I saw Austin Powers, remember when <laughs> Will Ferrell oh, goes down? I'm very hurt, <laughs> yes. but I'm still alive! That reminded yeah. me of this, because he's down there screaming. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That would be fun to watch. And then he pulls out a gun, and you hear it go off, and then all the characters oh. are like, oh! He's Harold's dead. Like they all know it. Oh, okay, interesting. So basically, it passes from Mother Abigail kind of like down to the rest of them that were in the group. How's your food look? Where's the driver? Oh, there he's gone. He left. I want to get dick. the fuck out of here. I'm done with you. What a dick. He got too much of a tip. Uh, I don't like how DoorDash automatically makes you tip him. Yeah, but it's like this one was the 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 medium tip was nine dollars. And the minimum tip was seven. I'm like, really? I want to tip this guy seven dollars? 
this food's already overpriced. Like DoorDash is no no help to the restaurant. I know that. No. They rip off the restaurants, and it's like DoorDash is a terrible system. That's all right. I still use it. I use it because it's convenient, but it's just more expensive. You're basically overpaying by like twenty percent. Oh yeah, definitely. But it's it's just the convenience of not having to go anywhere and deal with it. We order McDonald's, and for the three of us, we usually go there, and it's, you know, I don't eat much for McDonald's, but you get some chicken nuggets, and it's it's twenty one, twenty two bucks. You buy it from DoorDash, yeah. it's like forty seven. Like what the yeah, fuck? Exactly. Yeah. How? I guess my buddy uh, works DoorDash, and he. Uh, or she she went to <laughs> deliver it to the person. It was Taco Bell. It was um, um oh fuck what's it? He created the uh, the West Wing, Adam Sorkin. Oh, and it was all Taco Bell. <laughs> it was fifty dollars worth of Taco Bell. And he's and just pacing. You can imagine how much food that is. <laughs> and he gave him a, gave her a fifty dollar tip. So I was like, oh, that was nice. So Adam Serkin's a nice guy, but he, I think he was just probably fucking high as shit. And he oh, wanted yeah. Taco Bell. He's like, in order to get this, you know, get this tip though, you got to walk down several hallways with me. <laughs> I would talk to you about my 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 uh, ideas about uh, policy. <laughs> uh, shut up, Aaron. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Sorkin. Oh, he's so annoying. Love his stuff. I just hate him. I hate Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> you gotta love, have a... love Social Network, but yeah. oh, a madman a... creates good stuff. Yeah, it's just like, oh, God, you're fucking shut up. Be quiet. Stephen King, same way. Yeah, same thing. Tarantino, uh, but, Stephen King, both lunatics that won't shut up. And, no. Yeah. But Quentin Tarantino would be more, I think, would be more acceptable. He'd be like, he'd talk about movies. Where I, King I, would talk about baseball. I did meet Tarantino. Yeah, I did too. And I talked to him. and yeah. I, But I've never met Stephen King. I don't think I ever will because... He's an East Coaster. Yeah. He doesn't... to the West. Yeah, I saw... Tarantino in uh, uh, West, right by UCLA, like right in that area. Yeah, Westwood. The, com- the comic shop out there in Westwood. I was walking around. Yep. And he was there. Had like started off with just three of us, and then it was like suddenly, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> I packed yeah, out. Yeah. I'm like, "This man will not yeah, shut up." I'm like, "He's talking to us, but he's not really talking to us. He's talking to himself." Kind of backed away. <laughs> I don't think he likes being bothered though, because he was really standoffish. He's a, he's a standoff guy. Uh, I know everybody uh, used to say the arc like he was an asshole, so you wouldn't want to be talked to. Well, he gets but trapped. I just, I just, I just told him, "Hey, man, you're a god." That's all I got to say. And I shook his hand, and he says, "Okay." And he shook my hand. He goes, oh, "Okay, that was not. You're right. I am." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. You're Quentin Tarantino. You're pretty awesome." Yeah. But I did watch um, that Carl Urban movie with him. I didn't know it was him. The the Pathfinder movie where Carl Urban was a Viking. Oh god! And in 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 uh, fighting Indians, <laughs> it's fucking awful movie. But I kept hearing laughing. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Who the fuck is laughing the whole time?" And it was fucking Quentin Tarantino. He loved it. He had such a great time with Pathfinder. Oh great! And I was like, "Motherfucking Tarantino, constantly talking and laughing." The only one that enjoyed it. <laughs> He's the only one. He likes bad shit. Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, that movie sucked." No, it's great. It's great. I loved it. Uh, so this one ends. Yes, they're they're going. To, they have to walk to Vegas. Uh, Tom found out they're building a bomb on a jet. They're gonna bomb Boulder. Yes, and he's in the back of a pickup truck. He's working with like the mob at an airstrip. Yeah, which makes me laugh because the mob <laughs> get out of here. What are you doing? Get out of here, you fucking retard. Yeah, that one guy. Retard. He's. I told yeah. you to put the tools in the toolbox. What are you doing looking at the jet and taking notes mentally? Come on, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you're spying or something. Get out of here. What are you spying Stop. for, Boulder? Come on. Stupid retard. You fucking. Uh, go make me a martini, you fucking retard. You go, you go make me a, some meatballs and, and some, some, some noodles. And you, 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 you slice some razor thin and you get the fuck out of here. Get out of here, <clears throat> dumb retard. He's, not, he's from Chicago, not Boston, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like I like the general, gun, baby gun. general mob voice. Yeah, they're just yeah, shifting totally. between the Italians and and Irish and. I, I still love the casino uh, mob boss who's uh, complaining about his taxes. <laughs> you, know, you, you send me, you send me to fucking Vegas, and I, I, it comes out of my pocket. I, I, I write taxes. I want tax write off. Don't talk about tax write. What are you talking? You're not working for the IRS, Marty. <laughs> and this talk about taxes. <laughs> What are you talking about, Marty? This isn't this isn't this isn't a normal job. Oh, that's funny. 
So but yes, yeah, so so far, yeah, I'm I'm excited. But now, since you said shit, the last episode is the most boring episode. I'm kind of nervous. I will say I like the last episode, but it is the worst. It is the worst wow. of the four. Wow. It does wrap everything up. Obviously, there's yes. some terrible CGI coming your way. I heard about a hand. I know there's a hand. Oh, coming. there's a hand. All right. <laughs> yeah, I heard about the hand. I'm like, ooh. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! You get a, you get a ghost, Mother Abigail. Oh, we do. Oh shit! Yeah. Jedi, uh, Jedi ghost. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Her blue hue coming through. It, it's bad, but it's it's fun. It's it's interesting. The end. I like the part I like about the last episode is those, like you said, Nadine kills herself, which she does. Yeah. It's the people who are putting up with Randall, going. I'd rather yeah. die than, than continue this. Yeah. It's, it's that sort of stuff that I find interesting. The people will be like, that episode should be called The Betrayal Part 2, really, because there's everyone, most people betray him. And because uh, at this point, he hasn't really set his plans. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. You don't know what he's doing. His, they kind of gloss over him. He's just setting up these evil characters. That's really all he's doing is controlling a couple people. But in the fifth, in this next episode, is it basically a flag heavy episode? He's in a lot more. Okay. Him and Nadine have some long scenes together. That's that's okay. what they cut up the all the stuff with uh, them walking. So there's okay. some good stuff cut up with that. Um, it's just they walk for a fucking while. And yeah, uh, I'm gonna assume Marvin the Martian dies. You know who dies? Ralph. Everyone. Oh, they all die. <laughs> Everyone. Oh, okay. Well, I figured everybody was gonna die. No, no, not everyone, but it's it's close. It's close. Uh, does Gary Sinise die? It's close. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! Oh no! I didn't. I wasn't expecting Gary Sinise to die. I won't say anything. I'm not saying anything. Oh man! But yeah, we'll do part four sometime this week. Maybe tomorrow, Monday. Uh, maybe I will. Uh, I might be busy tomorrow. I might not be able to do it. All right. I got stuff going on. In the I just want to finish up the '94 so we can start. I watching probably do the, it at night. The new one. Monday, Monday, tomorrow night. Okay. Like five, five-ish or six-ish. Five-ish should be fine. Uh, yeah, we'll talk five about it six. off camera. Um, five or six, your time. <laughs> God, no, we're not doing that again. Oops. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's the end of this episode. It's fun. I yeah. love this episode, even though I thought it was the bad one, the, the slow one. But I like, uh, Stephen King also talked about in the commentary how fucked he was when he wrote himself into this hole. See, he said, he goes, I, I came up with some... You know, idea that they start rebuilding, and but then I realize, uh, both I and the characters realize we're exactly where we were before. It's just going to happen again. Yeah. And he goes, "How the fuck do I get out of this?" So I stopped writing. And he goes, "Usually, if I stop writing a project for two weeks, it's the you know, it's the death note for it. I don't come back to it." And he goes, "No, I took some walks, and walks are fucking boring." So, <laughs> and I came up with the idea, got, and then he got hit by a <clears throat> bus. He got yeah. hit by a van. <laughs> He said he came up with the idea to get them out of it, and uh, that's what we're going to watch after this. He, he, the whole idea that got him out of that was Harold blowing him up. So I like that. Okay. I like Harold blowing him up because it does send a shockwave like, oh, shit, this is still going well, on. Yeah, it, it makes sense that that would happen. Like, yeah. that, that, that's the most narrative. That, that's the narrative choice you'd have to go with anyway. It's just funny you thinking. Somebody, yeah. It's just funny thinking about his writing prospect or you know, ideas because they're here, and he's like, what the fuck happens now? So you had to come up with an idea to get Harold and Nadine involved. So it it makes a lot of sense and really sets up every single episode of The Walking Dead after this. Because this shit happens all the time in The Walking Dead. No. All right. But yeah, so far so good. I give this one an eight again. I'd say it's it's pretty much an eight all around so far. It's pretty solid. This one has an exact seven on IMDb. Ah. Uh, The next episode, though, has a 6.9. So a little bit worse. Wow. Kind of... Tips down. So, first episode. Let's see. It's always bad for a finale if, season, it, if it dips below the penultimate episode. Episode two is a seven point three. Episode uh-huh. one is a seven point six. I could see that. So, according to this, it goes. Woo. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like, that's how it is with all these things. Yeah. They start off strong and they just kind of go down. I'd also give it an eight. Um, parts of this though, I really do enjoy this. I mean, this might be my favorite episode. I could consider a nine. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to stick with eight. It doesn't really, it's, it just got some things I like a lot more, but 
some of the scenes like Nadine and Harold are just way too long. Well, the only reason I would say this is an eight is because of the retard being um, hypnotized mm-hmm. into saying, you guys don't want me because I'll have a dummy retard kid with a woman. Like, yeah, that, that's probably the only down vote I'll get for this. It's, just, it's kind of a silly, they hypnotize him, which I don't know how, where that comes from at all. Some reason, be, well, it's a doozy of an idea. I, but who was the hypnotist? They knew they had a hypnotist the whole time. I, I guess so. Maybe they're like hypnotist for hypnotism for dummies. Yeah, what the shit? I was just like, and who had the idea? I guess Chuck or Rob Lowe had the idea. It was a doozy of an idea too. I don't believe in God, but He believes in you, oh, Rob God. Lowe. I believe Nick has an idea here, and it's a doozy. It's doozy. I hate that fucking line. Not the that's actor's the, fault. The, it's the fact that's a that Stephen he, King line. That's an oh, absolute yeah. Stephen King line. Well, everything with Stephen King I always talk about is 1950s, 80s. Yes. Everything is yes. it looks like the 80s, but it's, they talk like they're out of the 50s. It's yep. always absolutely, and it's always and it's always a, a shoe wop shoe wop song in the background. Yep. It's always the greasers with in, in molestation. That's the three the three M's. Oh yeah, molestation. Uh, Shuwap <laughs> music, <laughs> music, and uh, uh, greasers, <laughs> so, Marisers. Marisers. I like yes. how your three M's only one started with an M. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, no, I, I thought I had something going there. Well, it's I like didn't. the three R's reading, writing, writing does not start with an R, and no. arithmetic does not start with an R either. No, well, rest, relaxation, and and Recovery was it the three R's? Is that what it is? There's also reduce, re- reuse, and recycle. Those are actually That's three right. R's. Yeah, which they don't do that anymore either. No, we can't do cans anymore. They they won't. Uh, they don't get the money that you used to get for recycling cans and bottles anymore. It sucks. It's like there's no point. In Hawaii, I had to use paper straws on on drinks with boba uh, in it. Can you imagine using paper for boba? Boba straws are paper straws are shit. I don't use them. But the boba is exactly the 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 size of the straw. So you're like, yeah, and it, it's stuck, and you have to. Go, Fuck I this. hate boba. Though. I uh, I tried boba once. I couldn't do it. I love it's too boba. Gross. Uh, I don't like balls of shit. Of I just want more tar. balls in my mouth. Yeah, balls going <laughs> in your throat. Tar balls. Oh, that's a god. It's that. a meal and a drink. Ah, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I keep that separate, like my races. Yeah, <laughs> but remember that Ugh. drink Orbits? It came in a little bottle. Yeah, and it had the it had boba too, but that was my first yeah. experience with that. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But it was like super well, like gold, gold, gold Schlager with a flex of gold in it. That's gross to me. I don't Did understand really? that. I just, it, but I don't like things floating in my liquid. I just that's just gross to me. Do you like walnuts in your brownies? Yes, I do. Okay, okay. I just wanted to... that's that makes sense to me. I didn't like that until I, I was like twenty five. I don't like fruit in my salad, though. I only like the craisins. Like I, I, raspberries and shit like that. I, I'll pick them out, but I won't eat them with the salad. I usually take them separate. I just don't like fruit and salad mix. When you say take them separate, I picture you put them in a little bag in your pocket, and I'll eat these later. <laughs> yes, I'll eat these later. Thank you. And Go to Panera on, on the city Hello? bus. Can you put these on my sandwich? Please. <laughs> this loose baggie of, of salad scraps. I know you don't want me to have a dummy retard kid with a woman. I work here at Panera Bread. All right, let's get out of here. We're at the yeah. time limit here. So, yeah, I'll watch the last episode tonight, and then we'll, we'll do it tomorrow night, and we'll wrap this up, and then we'll start watching the new one. Ugh, that's going to be hey, rough. I'm only excited because I've seen this one 25 times. I want to watch the new version. So, yeah, I'm in a bit of a different uh, situation than you are. I want some new stand in my life. And I know in two episodes from now, I'm going to be like, why the fuck did I want this in my life? But yeah, like I said, I'm going to give it a chance. I, I just want to see what they do different. Well, I, just so With IMDb, yeah. IMDb rating being 5.4, that just shows you that it's not good. Well, let me quick look That's up. It's not a good sign. Episode 1 has a 6.9. Episode yeah. 2 has a 6.6. Episode 3 has a 6.7. Four has a 6.9, five, 7.0, six has a 6.5, seven has a 6.6, eight has a 6.4, oh God, nine has a 5.3. So we see the downward trajectory. It drops off far. 
That's real bad. That's, that's like maudlin, and all of a sudden, ah, done. You, fuck you. It's like flagship going, ah! So it sounds like the episodes themselves aren't going to be that bad for a while. Like, they're good. They're decent. But as a yes. whole, it doesn't work. So no. that's going to be interesting to review no. this. Well, because the Stan story is pretty simple. Yeah. So, but again, out of sequence, that doesn't bode well. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like I said, we'll see. Uh, are we going to do each episode by itself? Or are we going to do at least yeah. like two, three episodes at a time? No, we're doing each one by itself. Okay. Because they're okay. they're 50 minutes, so. Yeah, they're, they're only an hour. It's short, so that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, it's All right. nine parts, and uh, we'll Ugh. see. We'll watch that train wreck and, and describe it, unfortunately. But let's get out of here. Um, LAWstudios.com. Go there. YouTube.com slash Loitering Your Wonderland. You can check out this show. You can also watch our Twilight Zone reviews and our Anthology Series reviews and our John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, Nick Cage reviews, all on the YouTube page. Until next time. Sure. And in the meantime, <laughs> I'm Phoenix West. Dick ticket. So long, citizens. Good day. So long, Stephen King. Get back on cocaine. I'm still alive.